Welcome to the Crimson Circle Show. Whether you're listening on Blog Talk Radio or from the Crimson Circle site, watching video or just listening, we welcome you all. And our studio audience here would also like to say hello to you. Welcome. Studio audience, could you welcome everyone? Thank you. Thank you. There's always so much joy and celebration here, and we feel you. Thank you for being here. And as you can see, Jeffrey Hoppe here, ready, ready for Adamus Saint-Germain. I hope that we are. Okay. So as part of making sure that we're ready, I'd like to ask each of us to just spend a moment with our conscious breath. Yes, I saw a bunch of you when I said that. Just take the good deep breath. Adamus constantly reminds us to take the good deep breath. This deep and conscious breath that we breathe in the now moment. This breath from our soul. This breath that says, I choose life. And if you breathe deep, you can invite your soul to be here with you, each of us. So breathe deeply, feeling and allowing, opening to the experience of this moment. Feel as the energies are flowing through Jeff the energies of Jeff and Adamus. You can breathe the energies of Adamus if you choose. So breathe, flow, and receive. And in a moment, music's going to play. And I invite you to breathe with the music and to sense with it. Breathing, feeling the music, hearing the music, breathing it. And as you listen to this song, I invite you to hear this song, you singing to your soul and your soul singing to you. So breathe and feel this experience for you. Breathe and receive. If you were the ocean and I was the sun, if the day made me heavy and gravity won, if I was the red.
Germain. And I smell coffee even before I open my eyes. Ah, ah. Thank you, beloved Sandra. Thank you. Welcome, dear Chambra. Welcome, Chambra, all around the world, everyone gathered here in the studio. Before we get into the regular part of our gathering, I do want to acknowledge to each and every one of you in the most heartfelt way that I understand how difficult <laughs> the journey is. I truly do. It's amazing. It's so profoundly gratifying that you're here, that you're with us. It's difficult. The energies, the consciousness of this planet, your work that you're doing with your aspects, how you're somehow, somehow managing to juggle everyday life, relationships, the challenges of a changing planet, your bodies, how you're able to do all of this and to be so committed to your embodied enlightenment, to your realization. Sometimes brings tears to me, to bias, 
Kutumi, and all of the others. Amazing. I sometimes feel that you don't really understand what you're doing, the extent of what you're doing, changing consciousness, allowing your enlightenment to dream of a thousand and more lifetimes occurring right now in some of the most difficult, challenging, but beautiful situations. Enlightenment by itself is brutal. It will take every part of who you thought you were, and it will pulverize it. It will tear it to pieces. Enlightenment is not a friend of the mind whatsoever. It will get inside you. It will get inside your thoughts. It will get deep into every crevice, every shadowed corner, every locked door of the mind and of the memories in order to cleanse it and free it. But it is the most challenging experience to go through. Being in this state of mastery, beyond awakening, but truly now into your mastery, will cause you to lose all sense of identity, self-worth, balance, everything. It will get into you. But somehow you're staying committed. Somehow you're staying connected with yourself. I know there are so many nights that I work with you, and I see you often trying almost desperate techniques, trying to get yourself back together. I see sometimes a tremendous amount of mental force using sheer willpower. I see you using these to try to hold it together. And the one thing I'll tell you, and I do tell you in our nocturnal gatherings, is don't try so hard to hold it together. It's falling apart for a reason. You will still be here when everything else has fallen apart. You'll still be the true I exist, no matter what. But all the other parts and pieces, they, they come down. It's part of an evolutionary process. It's part of a discovery process. When you're looking for that thing to hold on to, to keep your balance, to keep from going crazy, I know what that feels like, to feel like you're falling into the darkest abyss of all, you're going to lose every part of yourself. The thing to do then which is perhaps counterintuitive, but the thing to do then is to allow, is to allow. You're allowing yourself, your spirit, your I amness. When you try these other things that you sometimes do, you try to hold on to cliches, you try to hold on to old identities, things that might have even worked in the past, it creates a resistance which makes it even more painful. It perhaps satisfies the mind for a moment and a part of you that thinks then you're doing something. But if you want to do anything, just allow. You're allowing you, your divine, your true nature. Yes, there will be times when you get that awful feeling of losing everything, falling into that 
darkness of nothing. But my friends, you emerge from that in true full awareness of the I Am. It's not a philosophical statement. It's not some spiritual cliché. It is you. And when we gather like this, I distract. I've heard that I provoke once in a while and annoy, that I intentionally run some out the door. I admit I'm guilty of all these charges, and more that you're not even aware of yet. <laughs> but the very fact that you're here, you haven't left, you haven't given up. In a way, you can't give up. You can't turn back, and I know most of you have tried <laughs> two, three, five dozen times or more. And I know part of you is saying, what have I done? Why can't I just go back to normal? But normal isn't natural. You can quote me on that. That's a good T-shirt. Normal is not natural. It's not your true state of being. You're evolving. You're coming out. You're realizing. So when we gather like this and we do our laughter and we do our provocations and distractions and everything else, I do acknowledge, I do truly honor each and every one of you. It's difficult. Do you realize how few humans on this planet right now are in a truthful allowing of their self, of their spirit? Well, there's many who are playing spirituality or religion many who are philosophical, but truly here for their enlightenment. Not many. A, a, a small handful all across the world. But it doesn't take many. It doesn't take many. It's that popcorn effect. And you're in the midst of popping, going from being that little kernel of corn into a full-blossomed, delicious, I am. So now with that kind of heartfelt, mushy opening, let's get back to Adamus. <laughs> let's take a good deep breath and get back to our standard fare. The only truth, the only truth is I exist. I am. That's it. That's the only truth. Everything else is a concept, a creative concept. I give attributes to my dear friend Master Ramesh for that. I modified it a bit, but the only truth is I am, I exist. Everything else is a creative concept. It's pretty amazing. There are no other real truths. Yes, you can look out the window and see the trees, the buildings, the grass, other people. It's not really truth. It's an and-truth, kind of truth, but the only real truth is I exist. I implore each and every one of you to breathe with that, to feel it, until it shakes you on the inside and the outside, until you have that aha moment, until you get it. It's not just a few words, I exist. But it is the knowingness. It is the realization. I exist. I exist. 
always. When you're falling apart in your human ways, when your mind is totally going into chaos, none of that matters. It doesn't. I exist. When you worry about death, when you worry about what comes tomorrow, when you worry about how you're going to make a living or pay your rent or any of those, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I exist. That's why I can laugh about death. First of all, I'm dead, <laughs> by human terms, but more alive than most humans I've ever encountered. That's why I can laugh about death. It matters not. Do you realize when a master can go beyond the worry of death? Ah, everything else is so easy. And there's a fear, well, if, if I accept death, there's a fear that then suddenly it's going to be at your doorstep. No, not necessarily. Eh, sooner or later. But really, do you want to hang around uh, forever, forever? No, no, no. But when you go beyond the worry of death, you have conquered one of the biggest demons in any human. When you realize that I exist, when you realize you are going to exist on and on and on and on, then, my dear friends, So quietly you walk, <laughs> but so much noise she makes. <laughs> when you realize the I exist, you don't worry about these things. You don't worry about the next meal. You don't worry about any of that. Suddenly you change your whole energy dynamic, and everything is there for you. Everything. I exist. So simple. So very simple. I know. There's hard days. Oh, hard days. Talk about hard days. Look where we are now. Look at all the events taking place. As was mentioned earlier, of course, it is 448. Actually, there is a little bit to do with that number. Fours are very balanced, like a square. Eight, of course, a balance of balance. So here we are in this 444 day, a day of, well, it should be balanced. But it doesn't feel that way for many of you. Here we are. We just had this um, lunar eclipse, the blood moon earlier today. Oh, the energies of all this. Here we are on the Easter weekend, right between Good Friday – strange that they would call it that <laughs> – and Easter Sunday, the Day of Ascension. So we're in that in-between place. Amazing energies right now. We're just coming off the spring equinox, the changing of the season. We're coming off a solar eclipse. All of these things happening. I would call it truly the year of Pronost. <laughs> Intensities. Ah, and as I said during Pronost, it's going to be a lot of a series of a lot of events, a lot of drama, one thing after the other. None by itself totally overwhelming. But it's almost endless. Never a chance to really catch your breath. Ah, oh, that feeling of physical tiredness. Anybody had that lately? <laughs> yes. And, but it's natural. Now, you worry, what's wrong with me? You worry about that. But, my dear friends, it's, it's natural uh, for what you're going through right now. I'll explain in a moment. So here we are in the midst of all these different energies. And what happens? Well, I'll tell you, because 
I've been very, very busy at night these past few weeks with you. <laughs> oh, yes. Now, and you're busy, of course. A lot of strange dreams. No, no. It's strange interpretation of beautiful dreams. There's a big difference. You're not having strange dreams. You're having very strange mental interpretations of your dreams. Your dreams are beautiful. Your mind just doesn't understand what the, is going on. Yeah. Notice how I got bleeped out. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do that. I wanted to say that word, but I can't. No, you do it for me, Sart. Bah, my God. <laughs> I'm practicing for Sedona where I'm not allowed to swear, but I can get the audience to swear to say bad words. I like a good bad word, not all the time, but to kind of oh, it's like an exclamation point, and it just just kinda shakes the energy a little bit. I am so not sorry, Edith. <laughs> but Edith, 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 I love you, my dear. Yes. I have something for you today. Yes. Special for you. My new uh, – well, this isn't the hit book that we're still working on, but my new amazing book. Actually, this is not my book. My name's on it, of course. Big. Very big. Yes. It sells. <laughs> This is your book. This is your book. This is in here there's a lot of words. There's some interesting concepts and thoughts and phrases, some nice clichés and an interesting title, but this is your book. Your energy, Shambro, your energies are in here. You put them here, I sealed them in here. I went to great lengths to infuse them during the whole production process. This is your book, your journey. Now, I'm not saying that suddenly it's going to sell millions of copies around the world, because there's not millions of people who would really understand it. But it's going to find its way into the hands of many, many, many who are ready for it. You probably know everything that's in here. It's it's fun to read it again to see how smart you are in the first place, uh, but it's going to find its way into the hands of people, who uh, for them it's going to be a salvation in a lot of ways. People who think they're alone, people who think they're crazy, people who are very imbalanced because of things that are happening to them that seem beyond them. When they read this book, not just the words, but when they feel the energies, it will change them. So uh, please allow me to give, gift this to you, Thank my you. dear. Yes. Bring it to Daddy. Mm. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. So we've got all of these energies going on right now. It's tough. It's, uh, there's days you're going to feel like you're in a vice being squeezed tighter and tighter, and just feeling that you just need to break out. And then other days you feel like your arms and legs are tied in ropes and being stretched in every different direction, and everything in between. That's when you take a deep breath. I know it's hard to do sometimes to just calm yourself by allowing, not trying to 
regulate the body, definitely not the thoughts. Allowing is the antithesis of trying to regulate and manage your thoughts. That doesn't work so well. It works for about ten minutes and then you're either headed for a bottle or, <laughs> or a bong, as we like to say in the Ascended Masters Club. <laughs> or just driving yourself absolutely crazy. <laughs> yes, there'll be a lot of good uh, little uh, news clips in this one. <laughs> so, Jean-Bre, it's it is difficult out there. I acknowledge that. I know it is. But when we gather like this, there's a little bit of reprieve, a little time to smile, to tell a few jokes, to relax. Time for a little. Um, beautiful music. Well, I, I like that one today. Uh, a time for a little distraction. A time to relax into your enlightenment. Next, with the microphone, Linda goes in the audience to answer questions that I ask of you. I always get these people saying, but why doesn't Adamas do questions and answers like Tobias used to do? A. Do I look like Tobias? I guess I do. <laughs> Silly question. The answer is, I'll do the questions, you do the answer. So today we're going to survey, and I ask you to really feel deep, answer honestly, truthfully, uh, otherwise the machiometer is going to go off. Oops. And I have three questions per person. I want to get a feel, kind of a random sample today, Linda, of across the room. Uh, so let's give somebody the microphone first, then I'll ask. Do you want somebody that's per, you know that's kind of been around or kind of a new face? You got How about a round new face? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anybody who's new that has a round face gets to answer, but you don't. Yes. Oh, and this is not time to pass the microphone. This is yes, oh, okay. yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is not the game. This is not musical microphone, musical chairs. Okay. Question: Would you mind standing? Okay. So we can see your beauty. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, question: Actually, three questions. I'm going to ask you to rate, rate, rank. First, I'm going to ask you to rank your mood, from one to ten. One being, like, bad. Ten being. Uh, you're exuberant. Yes. How is your mood today, right now? I think I'm a six. A six. Good, uh -huh. good answer. Uh, and would somebody mind writing these down so we can? Where do you collect? want these written? On a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. Okay. So mood uh, six. Next, how is your energy level? One to ten. One being low. Ten being you're ready to go run a marathon. How is your energy level? A two. Two. Okay, great. Good. I mean, not good that it's two, but I appreciate your honesty. Yes. And number three, how is your sense of balance? One being way off, uh, number ten being absolutely integrated. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, that, that wasn't uh, an option. Know. It's one to ten. One to ten. <laughs> one to ten. Um, my balance is You're a three. A three. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to go somewhere with this. Thank okay. you. Yes. Thank you. So we've got a six on uh, what was that word you mood? No mood. mood. Energy level three, balance three. That's good enough. That's good enough. Okay. Next. That's. I'm not saying it's good, but I'm going to show you something, and I want you to. I want you to be very focused on this. 
Here you've got an average ranking of 12 out of a possible 30, kind of below halfway point. At the end of the day, I'm going to ask the same question. I'm going to ask the same question, and I'm going to show you how something works. Oh, You're going I to love, ask this? I love teasing. Oh, could I give you a hug, too? Today is hug day <laughs> in the Adamas Ranch. <laughs> Good. Good. And how Next. many people are you going to ask this to? Everybody. No, I mean, no, I'm asking everybody. Uh, Written. I don't know okay. yet. I'm trying to map. There's trying no to map rehearsal this. on this. We absolutely wing the whole to thing. A map. Yes. I'm trying to support okay, you. Okay. Next. I'm supporting you. Thank you. That would be a first. Somebody record that. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, how is your mood? I don't know what my mood is. You don't know. Uh, pick a number. Just make something up from one to ten. Seven. Seven. Okay. Um, Next is how is your energy level? Energy level? Yeah. It's I'd say a five or a six. Five and a half. Five and a half. Okay, good, good. And then finally, how is your sense of balance? Get rid of this. My sense of balance? Uh, with yourself, your integration. This bar I can't get rid of. Five and a half. I don't know. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> Five and a half. Good. Okay. Linda, would you write some numbers? In one second. I, I'm having a iPad malfunction. Thank you. Is that like a wardrobe malfunction? <laughs> Actually, it's... It... So we've got... It's okay, but nothing, nothing overwhelming great. Right. Yeah, nothing. No, nothing overwhelming. Yeah. Glad you're here, by the way. Do you remember our discussion a few nights ago? Mm -hmm. uh, w would you hand him the microphone, please? My lady, you're so busy. Uh, you remember we had a long discussion a few nights ago, remember? No. Good. <laughs> Good. But you were very um, upset with me, uh, and we had to have some long, drawn-out session. Yes. Okay. I didn't charge you for the extended length on the <laughs> session. Yeah. Thank you. Next. Next. How's your mood? Seven. Seven. Wow. You know, I like paper. <laughs> Just good old-fashioned piece Seven. of paper. Thank Seven. you. Seven. We haven't done anything else yet. Good. How is your energy level? Six. Six. Yeah. What did you have for breakfast? Yogurt. Ah, good. You could say none of your business. I guess I could. <laughs> good. I'm not hiding. Yogurt. And, um, and how is your balance, sense of balance, well-being balance? Eight. Eight? That's funny. I'm not funny funny, but that's, that's unusual. I thought you were ready to cry. I no. could be wrong. I could just be so wrong. Not. I didn't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I'm just looking. It's none of my business, your yogurt, your tears, none of my business. <laughs> but Next. It's a parade back there. Apparently. 
Mofo. How to do? Good. How's that mood? Um, You've been I've better. Been better, but not horrible. What would define horrible? You're here in the human condition on this planet. Yeah. You're trapped. Life is difficult. You got all these. What? Not horrible. Hi. Uh, how's your mood now? After now I, it just <laughs> just crashed. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. weren't eight. We're about a six now. Going at six. Yeah, yeah six. Six. Okay. Yeah. Six. Great. And uh, how's the energy? How's the uh, energy level? It's weird because it's ten and it's two right. and it's like. Like yeah. that, I feel energized and then just depleted. Yeah, bipolar. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not enough meds. Oh, there are there are concerns that you're going to be bipolar or there's something uh, extremely psychotic about you, but it's not. You're okay. Oh, you're okay. Wow. Uh, now and, I can uh, sleep. Yeah. Now Thanks. you can sleep. Yeah. Thanks. Good. And uh, next, how is your sense of balance? Um, I'd say probably. Four. Oh. Yeah. 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 A little below half. A little below yeah. half. Okay. What was the energy compromise here? Uh, the energy was probably five. Five. Yeah. Split the difference. Compromise yeah. once yeah. again. Compromise. Okay. Good. It's the human way. <laughs> yes. Yes. Two more. Two more. Two more. Okay. Uh, you see a trend? Yeah. 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 It's okay. definitely a trend. There's definitely a trend. It sucks. Okay. Next. <laughs> <laughs> How is your mood to whoever gets the microphone next? Yes. How's that mood? It's been wavering a lot the last Higher? two. It's been wavering a lot the last two, three weeks. Today, How's it right now? Today, Boom. today it is a seven. Seven. Good. What's the lowest it's been in the last two weeks? One. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, how is your energy level? Um, right now it's an eight. Two weeks ago it was two. Okay, good. And finally, how is your sense of balance? Seven. And I'm going to tell you, two weeks ago it was about one. One. Actually, yes. it didn't exist a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yes. You and I also late at night arguing. Why do you argue with me? I'm just curious. Do I argue with you? Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Okay. A lot of it's because I want to be heard. You want to be mean? heard? I want to be heard and I need to hear myself. Interesting. I want to be heard by who? Me, myself, oh. my, my soul, and my spirit. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be being heard? Why would I be being heard? Yeah. Why wouldn't your soul be hearing you? I think it's been a lot of years of told you're not worth it, not good enough. Who's telling you that? I think it was growing up, hearing from who's, the outside, and so telling, now it's coming back home. Who's telling you that? I must have picked it up and believed it for myself, and so now I'm shifting that into coming into do, my own home. Why do you do that? It's a good question. I know. I asked it. That's it. Got to be. <laughs> Good question. I am sorry. I, I was mistaken. I thought the tears, you know, were from over here, but they're over here. Actually, I think they're everywhere. Why would you? Why would anyone do that? Why would anyone? I mean, I know why, but I don't know why. 
anyone would do that to themselves. It's not worth it. Uh, could I? Could we just talk privately here for a moment? Please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a game. Okay. It's a rotten, okay. stinking, addictive game. You, any of you, can get out of it in a moment, like that. Any of you can stop telling yourself these less than beautiful things about yourself. At least go into and, and my energy level is low, my balance is low, and it's not. Uh, it's what you choose to believe. And I know you say, because you were screaming at me the other night, screaming, I can hear energetically, physically. Scream at yourself, if you know what I mean. Talk to yourself. Let yourself feel yourself. Don't scream at your soul. Don't scream at me. Talk to yourself. And then when you're screaming at me and wondering, saying, but I chose to be happy, abundant, I chose to be joyful, stop for a moment. Did you really? Or did you just say the words? Did you really, really choose it? Or are you just saying, yes, I want to be happy, yes, I want to be happy, but still let yourself fall into that trap of the same old patterns of self-abuse. Talk to yourself. Hear yourself. Okay? I've been working on that this week. Stop working on it. Just do it. Do it. <laughs> working on it. My God, I know beings, humans that have been working on things for 40, 50 lifetimes. I'm like, yeah, but you're just plowing the same old fields time and time again and not allowing anything to grow in them because you keep plowing them. <laughs> what do you enjoy about working at things? Just do it. It's a shift of consciousness. It isn't – where's my book? I need that. It is – thank you – it is an act of consciousness, <laughs> now available at bookstores close to you. It is an act of consciousness. It's not working at it. It's not trying it. It's I am. That's it. That's it. So many of you get involved in this morass of self-abuse and, oh, can I overcome the hurdles? Can I make it to the top of the mountain? And, oh, the burdens I carry in my childhood. Shut up. <laughs> Boom. You just do it. But you know, you know, <laughs> this little product placement, uh, self-promotion that we have here. But you know, it's distraction. But you know, if you're still playing the game, there must be something in it that you're enjoying. It's that simple. Mm. I have had soon-to-be ascended masters, I'm so close to their, their uh, ascension, their realization, screaming at me, throwing things at me, which doesn't really matter because I'm not in physical form, so it goes right through, throwing things at me, denying the fact that they're still enjoying something. I contend that if you're in a game, you're still deriving something from it. You're still getting something from it. 
And when you're tired, you'll get out of the game. Not always easy. That's why I did my little sweetheart thing at the beginning here, kind of. But it's not always easy. But get out of that relationship. Get out of that old way of doing things. Get out of misery. You know, Miseryville is kind of overpopulated right now, and it's kind of dilapidated. You can move any time you want to Pleasantville. Get out of it. It's an act of consciousness. Okay. By the way, I meant to mention. Uh, thank you for letting me, for letting us be so clear. I meant to mention before that. So these energies right now on the planet, uh, they're going to intensify. Yeah. So find something to do that you enjoy doing. Forget about the rest of them. They're they're playing their games. These energies are very intensive, and there is two important factors here. Uh, one is short term. One is long term. Long term, the overview. I'll do the short term first. The short term dynamic that's taking place, and you're all going to go, ooh, ah, isn't he brilliant when I say it? <laughs> and you can say that even if you don't believe it. Uh, and I noticed that we have a, a new sign over there, but I don't see laughter or applause or ooh, ah. Uh, these strange energies right now. Some would say, well, they're astrological or they're coming from the cosmos. Duh. But <laughs> these energies were created a long time ago to arrive in your life at the appropriate time. You pre created conditions. In other words, it's not the astrology that's making you do things that you really don't want to do. No, you pre-created these intense, vice-like, <coughs> difficult conditions, so it would arrive in your life at just the right time. So it's not the astrology that's creating it. It's actually they're supporting it. It's the delivery mechanism for something you called on a long time ago. Hello? Give me hell. Okay. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Okay, the biggest influence short term that the energies have had, particularly the last couple of weeks, and will continue for approximately another give or take 15 days, have a direct, harsh, harsh effect on relationships. <laughs> you were the wrong one oh. to. <laughs> no, everybody else is supposed to go, oh. No, you're Everybody else. Ah! <laughs> Relationships. Now, these energies are so intense right now, they're going to affect they're going to have a d- direct effect on your relationships. Because there's a lot of relationships that are not appropriate anymore. Move on. Free yourself, free the other person, move on. Or the uh, the uh, same energies can also have a profound way of Bringing a rela- current relationship into a, a deeper, more meaningful uh, state. Yes, you should all be nodding your heads if you're sitting next to your partner. Oh yeah, oh. that's what it does. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Adamas. Mm. This is, uh, I would say, the the relationship uh, effect that's taking place, and it's not just the partner that you may live with and share the bed with, but uh, relationships with your Mom and dad. Mom really sticks out here right now. Ooh, there's a tough mom thing going on with somebody here. Uh, Or even with good friends. Well, you thought they were good friends, uh, but they weren't. 
So really difficult. The overall relationship, or the overall dynamics right now, this year, I mean, like forever, but uh, mostly this year, so simple. I said it before, say it again, it's all about freedom. Humanity is in this struggle for freedom, uh, or, or what they think is freedom. Tremendous. That's the biggest duality right now that's taking place on the planet, and it's showing up in so many different ways. So many different ways. Uh, and, and it will continue that way this year into next year. It's all about freedom. So many people are calling for freedom, but what are you reading in the news? It's not, it's not about this group, that group, this person, that person becoming free. Not at all. What you're hearing about is entrapment, enslavement, limitation, hypnotism that's happening on this planet. Level. I'm digressing here, but I'll get back to my point. Uh, the level of hypnosis on this planet right now is, using your words, off the charts. It's so easy to do. It's so easy. The mind is so vulnerable right now. And this will make sense later on. But the mind is extremely vulnerable, and people don't get it. People, there's a dynamic for freedom. People say they want freedom. But as I said a number of years ago, and was certainly criticized for it, they really don't. They really don't. They think they want freedom. And a lot of leaders will say, you know, we're giving you more freedom, but they're not. Very few humans are ready for true freedom. And that's why I honor each and every one of you. You struggle with it, but I know at the core that's what you're ready for. Humans generally want a little bit easier life. Uh, they like to gripe about things. Have you noticed that? Mm. And they want things a little easier, but not really freedom. Not if it was handed to them on a silver plate and said, you could have absolute freedom, financial, physical, spiritual, everything. Because I might also have to say, it's going to change your life, and it might change your relationships, and it might change the way you think, and your job, and your future, and everything else. And they say, let me think it over. Boom. Got them. Because the minute they start thinking, they are so – rather than choosing – they are so vulnerable to everything else, everyone else. I talked down in Colombia about hypnosis and how it's being used by groups. And you could say, oh, this is terrible. It's been going on for a long time. They're just refining it now. This thing with remote hypnosis, these groups that are intentionally putting uh, we could call them thought waves out there. They don't have to be in front of you with a watch and <laughs> wake up, wake up. <laughs> they don't have to be in front of you with a watch or anything like that. That's so passe. That's so uh, 1800s. Uh, no, it's very different now. It can be sent virtually instantly in the airwaves, and uh, somebody that doesn't know how to choose, that really isn't wanting freedom, somebody that can't discern their thoughts from anybody else's is going to pick up on it. It's actually so easy to do. 
you don't have to be a master mesmerizer at all. You just have to know how to project a thought and put it out there, how to dress it up, package it uh, for the right audience, and then just see if they pick it up or not. But speaking of remote hypnosis, anybody have a clue where, where it originated in modern times? Russia. Where, I, I hear Russia. Any, anywhere else? Anywhere? Romania. <coughs> yeah, so pick on Romania, would you? Uh, where else? Russia, Romania. Where did this remote hypnosis, this, these trained specialists gather together, go into somewhat of a trance state, but it doesn't have to be a deep trance, project thoughts out? Military. Anyway. Military. How about it originated, to me, in the Vatican? In the Vatican. Absolutely. And do you know what it was called at the time? Prayer. Ah, uh, now you do the ah, uh, now, now. Prayer. Now, it wasn't done necessarily for sinister purposes, but they found out, oh, if we pray for someone who's sick, it kind of has an effect. They think it's divine intervention. Pfft. It's simply hypnosis. Somebody can be hypnotized into feeling better, wherever our chart is there. Somebody could be hypnotized into feeling better. Why? They pick up a thought, a, a mental packet that says you're better. Suddenly they are. That is – to be my book back, your book – that is an act of consciousness. They acted. They acted. Ah, oh, okay, they picked it up. So from that, priests and bishops and cardinals gathered around and said, you know, this prayer thing, there's more to it. What if we prayed – what if we prayed for more money? I was there. I saw it. What if we prayed for more money? What if we prayed for power? What if we prayed for world dominance? You know, never pray for world do to dominate the world. You don't understand what you're getting with that package. It's not very pretty. So <coughs> they realized that with what some of you now call intention prayer, directed, focused, mental thought. You're coughing. You need something to drink. I'm coughing. I'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> that, that, uh, that Actually, it had an effect. Now, they didn't understand how or why. They didn't uh, – this goes back uh, five, six, seven hundred years ago – but they knew it worked. Now, they thought it was some you know, intervention from God or something. They didn't care. They really didn't care. Let's pray now for more members. Let's pray that we do a certain thing a certain way. Well, this was picked up later by governments, of course. Uh, you know, what's a government without their sinister plots? And, and used by military, used by a lot of people now, and they put it in – they call it different things. It's still prayer at its, at its basics. It's, it's, yes, I pray that David will be nice to me, and it's a thought that's put out there. Now, the reality is that it's kind of like a wave, kind of like a, a radio current that goes out there, but it actually uh, is, is actually more powerful, uh, more efficient. And it goes out, and it can be picked up by anyone. Or you can really focus it 
you can narrow the thought spectrum, so it just has the potential to land on certain people. The thought by itself really is – it cannot make you do something that you don't want to do. But most people have no clue who they are, what they want to do, why they're here. They just know they need to eat, uh, they, they need to have a place to sleep, and have sex, a few of the other basic things. But other than that, no clue. So they're very vulnerable. They don't under understand the difference between consciousness and thought. They don't understand what energy is. They don't understand too much of anything. So they're very, very susceptible, particularly when a hypnotic thought, a remote hypnosis is put packaged in a certain way, and it's instant. It doesn't have to – doesn't take – you could send it across the universe instantly, and they accept it as their own. They accept it as their own. So the level of hypnotic thought and suggestion is at an all-time high across the planet, some very deliberate some rather clumsy, some just the everyday act of living. And it's out there. It affects all of you until you make a choice – what's yours, what's not. Denise, you're accepting a lot of stuff, a lot of things in your life that aren't yours. You claim they are. You claim they come from past lives, from your childhood, from experiences in your life. Nah, they're not. They are not yours unless you want them to be. The only thing that's yours is what you choose. Even if you think it came from your past, even if you think it's your bad habit, even if you think that you can't do anything about it, it's not yours. Not yours at all, unless you choose it. So you get rid of all the crap that's not yours, uh, literally, figuratively. Now. It leads to the next question, and I'm really digressing here, but I'll get back to the point. It leads to the next question, do you know what you want? A big question. Do you really know? Don't give me the traditional answers, yeah, I want a bigger house, I want a bigger salary, I don't want any bills, I want to be healthy, and I want to be enlightened. I don't believe it, neither do you. So really feel in, what do you want? It's a tough question. You may know what you don't want. It's a tough question. What do you want? And when you say, yeah, I want enlightenment, do you really? When you say you want freedom, do you want a little bit more freedom than what you have right now, or are you ready for that whole freedom? Do you want a little bit more enlightenment where you can sound almost like a guru at a cocktail party, or do you want full enlightenment where there are no gurus, and you don't go to too many cocktail parties. Those are the questions. So what do you want? I mm, caused a bit of anxiety with Schomburg down in Columbia at our gathering because I was talking about this recent plane crash. Pure, absolute, absolute case of hypnosis and absolutely going to be the 100% wrong diagnoses by all the experts. All the experts are going to look into his past, going to look into his relationships, going to look into all this. 
absolutely the wrong understanding of what is going on here. Uh, and plus the fact that this individual was indeed, as I said long before it was even discovered, taking these antidepressant medications. That will almost take away all of your discernment, all your discernment, because what happens is under the influence of these medications – I'm so sorry, Linda, I'm talking about them, but it's, a, it's an issue – under the influence, the discernment goes away. Not that it necessarily takes away the logic, it takes away the feeling, the feeling of what's right and what's wrong. There was no feeling as this pilot went into his venture. There was no moral sense. There was no pit in the stomach. There was no fear or even anxiety. It was almost robotic, following a hypnotic influence that was just thrown out there. The people that do these things and, – and it was not the Vatican in this case, by the way <laughs> – the people that do these things, they track. They, they see how – what type of signals, even when their signals go out, when they're best influenced, how they can dress them up, package them, uh, and what kind of results they get. And my friends, it's going to happen more and more and more. And for you not to worry, choose what you want. Everything else you let go of. If you're having bad thoughts, a bad day, anything else, stop for a moment. It's not you. So let's get back to our little chart and our questions and our electronic pad. Where are we? <laughs> well, one more according to your direction. Ah, yeah, one more. How about you, Linda? How's your mood today? Today. 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 Eight. Eight. Today. Okay. Yesterday? Two. Okay. Uh, your energy level? Today? Eight. Eight. Good God. And uh, yesterday? Two. <laughs> and how about your overall sense of balance and well-being? Yesterday or today? Let's play a game. Let's go to next week. Next week? I'm praying for ten. <laughs> She's going to hypnotize herself. <laughs> now, that goes to prove a point. So next week, uh, let's, let's – no, just choose it. Don't pray for it. Oh, praying is so laborious. <laughs> just choose it. Just do it. Uh, next week, what's it going to be next Wednesday? <sighs> Your balance, overall sense of balance and well-being. Ten. Good. You see what just happened? She chose it. And, and, and not only that, but you're going to be getting ready for Kasama, which is your soul's destiny, which is basically the future, your realization, but you're bringing it in now. She just brought, chose a ten. Now, the weird thing is, in a way, she gave herself a suggestion, but she also, more than anything, really allowed herself to realize the potential of the future and brought it in. So she's going to have a really good day, a really good day. It's no different with any of you, no different. Look at this level here, and, and, and you're being generous today. I, I not necessarily have given you uh, – realized that your moods were even above a five or your ener energy levels really not so good. Right? Just let's talk here. <laughs> your energy level overall, 
three to four. And, and it's actually lower than considering the full level of your potential energy, but three to four. And balance? I don't think it even amounts to anything. I don't think it, I don't even know if it would get a zero. Balance? Not there. So let's take a deep breath with that. Uh, for all of you listening in online, answer the question for yourself. What? Where's your mood today? Where's your energy level? Where's your balance? Take a good deep breath as we move into the next part of our discussion. If it doesn't make sense to you where we're going, it doesn't make sense to me either. We'll just see where we arrive. <laughs> now, please understand, I, we Sorry. are going someplace with this. The place we're going next is change, absolute change. <laughs> Expect to change. Uh, that, that's the other thing. Uh, humans tend to get very um, too comfortable sometimes. When you're on a spiritual journey, you better expect a lot of changes. When you're coming into your enlightenment, your realization, if there's not wild, drastic change, you're probably not coming into your realization. You're probably just kind of sitting back and getting too comfortable with your old ways. Expect change that is happening just on a global level. It is happening at a phenomenal rate right now, with you off the chart rate, all over the place. Could I have my picture back? Which there, one? That one. Uh, balance. You've got to be kidding. Get rid of the, all the old concepts of balance. I mean, they're just not going to be there. Yes, you could say a different type of um, not stability, a different type of uh, flow, ease will come in. But balance right now, it's not going to happen. Energy levels, very low. Some days, okay. But and you, my friends, you're still infusing yourself with a lot of pills, uh, uh, natural supplements, homeopathics, same difference as pills. You're saying my energy level is so off. Oh, and then you, oh, I must be getting older, or uh, you know, what's wrong with my body? And boo, do, do the pills. Come on, you're taking more than you were a year ago. Sorry, but it's not going to do it for your energy level. Your energy level is low right now because of the changes you're going through. It's consuming, ripping through tons of energy. Even sleep doesn't really work, as you probably found out. Best thing, some yeah, what's, what's sleeping? Best thing, some fresh air, little light exercise, like walking or skipping or something like that, light exercise. Not, no, none of these harsh things. that You're just going to burn through more energy. Energy level, forget about it for now. And your mood? You're going to be like a rabid bitch dog you know, that hasn't been fed in two weeks. And your mood, you're trying to control it and just give yourself permission to be angry. Uh, Give yourself permission to just let it out, okay? Because your mood is going to be absolutely erratic for a while. More? <laughs> Depends on the person you're talking about. <laughs> so, okay, now as we shift into this next segment, uh, understand change. Oh, so much change going on. So just allow it, would you? 
Just allow it. Stop fighting it. The fighting is what makes it difficult. There is so much change going on in this world that I say to the scientists of this planet, have fun with all of your facts and your logic. Have fun with all those things, because they are going to get blown apart, uh, absolutely blown apart. All the theories right now of why things work the way they do are about to get blown up. It's not like it's going to happen suddenly like a big nuclear explosion one day, but the discoveries, the scientific and the discoveries of physics are going to come so fast. Uh, there's going to be so much arguing with the, the scientists and the physicists uh, now about what they've got a nice stable um, uh, theory uh, about energy and, and reality. It's going to get blown up. And in some of the experiments that are taking place right now, as we're speaking, right now, it's going to absolutely destroy them. And to those who are the religious leaders, to the religions in general, you're, have fun with your history and your righteousness, because it is going to turn to dust and be blown in the wind. All of the concepts about religion, which are generally very, very false, uh, generally no real understanding of God, uh, they're going to get blown up. They're going to crumble. They're going to fall apart. So uh, to all them I say, have fun with it now, because you're going to be left in a situation stuttering and stammering, trying to go back to old history. That's not going to work. And to all the philosophers right now, who I say to you, dear philosophers, stop philosophizing. <laughs> I, get in the sandbox and play, otherwise you're just dead. Get in the sandbox. So many you – know, philosophy really hasn't gotten this planet very far. I played with philosophy myself. I enjoyed it, because then I could come across as an arrogant prick with uh, my what? philosophical statements. <laughs> but it doesn't get anyone any, anywhere. And to the, all the philosophers and uh, all the Machio dogs, just stop talking in it. Get into life and live it like the rest of you are. Entertaining or amusing, or oh, you're good. Oh, good. good. Oh, you're good. And finally, to um, all the government leaders who think they understand uh, what their people want, who really have no clue, understand, dear government leaders, leaders of anything, of businesses, but particularly of governments, that understand what people really want: freedom but understand that they have no clue of what it is. They have no clue. And when you government leaders are giving your big speeches and running for office and making promises, really you need to take a look at what they really want, what they really want, uh, not just in your leadership but in their lives. That's ultimately freedom. But they're so afraid of it, so afraid. 
My point here is that things are going to change. The world, the headlines, it, it'll go. Are we running out of time? No, you're fine. You're fine. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, running, uh, uh, the, the world is changing at such a rapid speed. You get caught in it, Chumbra. You, you get caught in this. What's going on? It's so fast. You stop. You take a deep breath. And you just realize, yes, everything is changing. It's evolution. It's because of consciousness, because of you. Well, just stop and take a deep breath and allow. It's that simple. It's going to get tougher in so many ways with the people around you, the world, the news, the craziness. It's going to get tougher. And you know what, Denise, all the rest of you, it's not yours. It's not yours. You're feeling it, of course, in your body and, and everywhere else. You're feeling it, but it's not yours. Next. One of the biggest issues facing this planet right now is that it is very mental. Very, very mental. Because it's mental, hypnosis is very easy. Influencing another person, making them do something, very, very easy. Because it's so mental, it is also very tiring. You're feeling it. Not just your mental, but the world's mental. It will tire you out. Mental is a very inefficient process, very, very inefficient. Consumes tremendous amounts of energy. The fact that there's almost an infinite amount of energy doesn't matter, because the mind doesn't see it that way. The mind believes in limitations. It consumes a lot of energy, and it thinks that it's going to run out. So it consumes even more energy trying to find energy, and it does that with other people. The mind, you, will or others will get energy from others. You probably noticed it more in the past, I would say, two to three months than ever, how people are energy feeding off of you, partly because you're more aware, you're more conscious, partly because there is a desperation of energy feeding on the planet right now. As people get more tired, more mentally confused, the first thing they do is reach into someone else, even if it's a loved one. They, they don't stop to think what they're doing to their loved one. They'll do it to anyone. It's habitual. It's addictive, and it's what people are doing. because. This is a very mental era. It opens uh, one to hypnosis, vulnerability. It also creates a tremendous amount of mood. Mood is not really a feeling. Mood is a uh, self-diagnosis, the mind diagnosing itself, saying, I'm in a bad mood today. Not really, but that's the mind's view. And that's what you accept, and that's how you act. I'm in a bad mood, and I'm tired. My mood, my energy is low. I'm depressed. I you get people get themselves more and more and more into that, and deeper and deeper into this tired, mental, moody depression. And then it's not even that they lose their sense of balance. They don't know what balance is anymore. 
The mind sets out on a voyage to try to find some sense of stability, some sense of uh, what it calls balance, but some sense of uh, stabilization. What it does when it tries to find stabilization is to turn up the heat, Joe. Yes, thank you. What the mind does at that point to find stabilization – in other words, it's just driving itself crazy, it's tired and and nothing makes sense anymore – it limits itself. It puts itself in in a box, and then a box within the box, it cocoons itself in not what I would call a healthy way. It isolates itself and makes everything smaller. So it's not really balance that it has, it has limitation, which restricts the energy flow and then makes it moodier. What happens in this dynamic that's all over the world and is going to continue, then energy feeding, going to you and to you and to you. Uh, it's, the, uh, it's the biscuits that uh, you're looking for. It's that feeding. And humans are getting actually quite good at it, better than ever. They can do it very, very manipulative way. They can do it very quickly. Three seconds is all it takes for a little energy feeding. You know it. I mean, you've done it, <laughs> but you also have it being done on you right now. I bring all this up, and it all sounds terrible and sad. And what are we going to do? And oh, Adamas, now I'm really depressed. I walked in here a five, and I'm down to one right now. Can you go any lower with this? Ah, but you know me. I wouldn't take you to the hell if I didn't know the way out. <laughs> so now we get to the next part. This is the beautiful part. We get to the next part, which I love, and we're going to spend more time on this, because there is a – it's not even a solution, it's just right there. It hasn't been being used. To help you to understand what I'm talking about here, I'm going to refer to an ancient Egyptian word, if I can get it through to Kaldra, and Linda will need a little writing on the board here. Okay. And it is spelled Are we technically um, I'm waiting. Ready? Okay. It is spelled. Uh, is it a long word or a short word? We'll decide as we go. <laughs> it's spelled. It's an ancient Egyptian word. K E K Y E P E R. K Y E P E R. P or T. K K Y E P E R. Kaper. Weird. Kaper. Ancient Egyptian word kaper meaning creation, mm-hmm. birth, creativity. It's also uh, associated with the, the scarab, the dung beetle. Uh, you know, the dung beetle. Um, <laughs> but this word, I, I love this word because it means to bring to life. In modern terms, the word that would be most commonly associated with it is creativity. Creativity. Creativity is the thing that you could say would restore or go beyond mood. 
creativity is the thing that brings energy, energy flow, energy dynamic. Creativity or caper is the thing that, that brings a balance, always changing but always in balance, if you can imagine that. And it is creativity that you've lost. You have not lost yourself. All these New Age stories and, and your stories, and even Tobias told a few, you got lost on the journey to planet to this planet Earth. You got lost down here. Not really. I mean, you're still here. You feel yourself. You're still here. You're not lost. Your creativity is lost. That's what's lost. Caper came from the term that many misunderstand, a very simple term that's used very inappropriately these days, very simple – spirit. Spirit. There's a lot of misunderstanding of the terms God and uh, soul and spirit, and everybody kind of wraps them all in one. You talk about the spirit world. No, spirit is the creativity of God. Spirit is the creativeness of consciousness. That's what got lost. When was the last time you were creative? Creativity, caper, is something that is inherent and natural. You don't have to go looking for it. You don't have to take a class on it. It is you. You see, you have consciousness, which you are. It contains no energy. It is awareness. And that consciousness then, as it radiates, as it uh, allows itself expression and even more realization, that consciousness has spirit. Spirit is creativity. The word spirit is so misused, so misunderstood. It's, it's put in this uh, the uh, Holy uh, Trinity and, and uh, Father, God, uh, Son, and Holy Spirit, and all the rest. That's so misunderstood. It is just your natural creation ability. Creativity, uh, caper, is what spirit, God, all that is, gave to you. Said, go forth. Be a creator. Go forth and create. And so few have or are. So few are allowing, using their creative. Now, some of you say, yes, but I, I dance. That is an expression of creativity. That is not creativity itself. Oh, but I'm a writer. That it can be very mental, but that is an expression of creativity. Some say, but I paint. Uh, I'm very creative. It's an expression of caper, of creativity, but not creativity itself. In other words, just because you paint doesn't necessarily mean you're really tapping into the deeper levels of spirit. Your spirit. 
You tend to use creativity to solve problems, your human life problems, in a limited way even, but that's where most of the creativity is put. It's very, very shallow, but it's where it's put. That would be like using money. Say you have a lot of money and using it only to buy food and pay your rent and nothing else. What a waste. What a waste to just use your spirit, your creativity to solve little life problems. You say, I've got this dilemma in my life, I've got to handle something, and you allow just a little bit of creativity to solve a little human problem, but the real creativity, the real spirit has been suppressed, has been lost. My friends, it's time to bring it back. It's inherent in you. It is you. Now, the mind right now is spinning away. The mind is saying, oh, yeah, why do I really understand this? And I'm not sure what he's talking about, and how am I going to apply this, and what exercises do I need to do, and what do I have to do when I leave here? Nothing. Nothing. It's letting the Spirit come forth. It will cause change. But you know, the change is happening anyway. It will cause your life to be different. But isn't that what you want? In the same token, K-Para will take you beyond mental, beyond mental. K-Para will bring spirit and creation into your life. You're a creator, not a robot. You are truly creative, not just logical or rational, but like other humans, you've gotten into this very deep rut of just living, just thinking, and all the time you're – let's go back a slide – all the time your mood is getting lower and lower. That really concerns a lot of you. Like I thought things were supposed to be getting better, and I thought it's too warm in here now, Joe. I thought my energy level was going to get better, and I've done these – I'm doing yoga, and I'm reading books, but my energy level is going down and down and down. I thought that all of this was supposed to bring me more balance, but I'm feeling more dissociated all the time. Ah, I say back to you, allow that creativity. Let's do it. Let's not talk about it anymore. Let's just do it. Uh, If your mind is confused right now, that's fine. (laughs) A little bit of that's intentional. So let's turn down the lights. Let's take a deep breath. And now you can fall asleep. (laughs) Let's do – let's call it a mirab. It falls in that category. The mirab of spirit. Kepir. Ancient word for bringing life, creating life. 
Take a good deep breath and relax. I'm so often asked, what's, what's the answer? What am I doing wrong? Why things seem not to be working? And once again, as I said in the beginning, I give you such honor for your commitment and dedication to yourself. I know it's tough. And I know it's tough to think even about bringing in this thing of spirit, caper, creativity. Oh, it's just one more thing into that great big cauldron of stuff going on in your life, but it's the creativity that was missing. Creativity isn't thought. By the way, it has nothing to do with left brain, right brain. Nothing whatsoever. Left brain, the mental thing associated with mental activity, is one thing, but then there's all this talk about the right brain, the thing that is creative. There's no creativity in your mind, none whatsoever. There are parts of your mind that can be stimulated by creativity and be more expressive, but creativity is not in your mind. There's no creativity in thought. When these remote hypnotists are sending out their message, they do not use creativity. They use pure thought and logic. They don't want spirit, creativity in what they're doing. They're using thought, limited, mental, conformed thought. That should tell you something, my friends. There's nothing creative in the mind itself. It is not the source of creativity. Yes, again, there are certain things that are stimulated in the mind by creativity and that you use for expression. As I said, dancing, music, art, writing. But those are just expressions. True creativity is your spirit. It would be nearly impossible to measure, or even to quantify, but it's something you can feel into right now. Feel into the word creative, to create, to birth. Your consciousness giving life, bringing something to life. When I had the title of Merlin, they would ask me how I did my magic. I would smile and say, It's just my spirit, meaning 
It is my creativity, my innate ability to bring things to life because I am a creator. You cannot work at this, my friends. You cannot force it. There's no mental disciplines. But in this moment, you can allow it. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to think about how you're going to start using it. Just come back to your caper, spirit, in expression, in being. So you simply take a deep breath, and in the act of consciousness, you allow. I ask you, how is your mood? How is your energy level? I ask how your balance is, and you talk to me from your mind, from your mental assessment. But now I ask you, coming from your spirit, how are you? Coming from your spirit, your innate ability to create, to bring life into life, how are you? Going beyond a mood, which is very mental, into just a feeling of life, your life. Going beyond saying, how's your energy level? You came back to me with a mental assessment. But in Kepar, in spirit, there is no limit to energy. It's just about the flow, letting that flow come through you. Do you want the flow slow and smooth so you can really feel it? Want the flow fast and dynamic. There's really no level of it. There's just the expression of it. There's no limit to energy. And your balance, again, was the harder one for you to answer. How's your balance? Well. One day it's on the left, the next day it's on the right. The day after that it's up, the day after that it's down. Creativity doesn't need balance. The mind does, but creativity doesn't. The spirit has no need for balance. When I say that this spirit, this caper is within you, not residing necessarily in your body or your mind, but it's you. It is the nature of consciousness. Consciousness is the awareness. From awareness, anything can be birthed, anything can be imagined. 
anything can be realized. Not mentally, not through linear thoughts. I like to say that consciousness, it creates when it smiles. It's all consciousness just smiles. New worlds are created. New realities come to life. New experiences are made available. Consciousness smiles as it feels into I exist, I am. It smiles when it has that realization and and the spirit of consciousness it creates. mind has very little to do with creation or creativity or spirit. It will allow it to come in, to be part of its reality, but it is not the source. You are. As a matter of fact, the mind actually, in trying to, oh, you could say, duplicate creativity, try to create a false creativity, it will actually continue to create problems in your life. So it can try to solve them. So it can pretend that it's being creative, but that's not creative. That's just getting into bad cycles, bad habits. When you keep having to create problems so you think that you're solving them, nah. Feel into your real creative nature. ability to birth, to imagine and have things come to life without thinking, without having to use mental focus, hypnosis, mind control, Kepare, coming to life. Some of you might be saying, but I've never been very creative. Well, let's change that act of consciousness. You are total creativity. And some of you might be feeling right now, now what do I do with this? How can I grab onto it? How can I Take it out the door with me. How can I make sure I don't lose this? My friends, it's always a part of you. Always. You can't really lose it. 
you certainly can allow it. And the mind jumps in and says, well, but how much and how big? And what can I do with it? And can, can I create a magic castle and unicorns and everything else? Take a deep breath. You don't have to control this. You don't have to, and you actually cannot force it. It's just being aware of it. The moment you are aware of it, the moment you feel into this spirit, creation, you, suddenly it just springs to life. You don't have to tell it how or when or how much or how little. No, because true creativity, true caper, is free. It is in freedom. True caper does not need you to tell it the details, how fast, how big, what color, what size. That's the beauty of your creativity. Hard for the mind to imagine, because the mind wants to quantify it, control it, measure it. But no, the beautiful thing about Kepara is it's beyond any of those things. mind, the human self, says, well, can I use this to go get a new car? Can I use this to heal my body? Shh. Just be aware of it. It's not about directing it to do anything. That is the beauty of creativity. You don't direct it. You don't manipulate it. That's the beauty of spirit. That is just life. Coming into life. One of the great joys of being an aware creator is that you don't have to control it. Creativity responds naturally to you. It cannot be controlled, really. Think of creativity as the next level of reality, reflection, duality, you seeing yourself. For a long time we've had this thing called duality. Duality allowed self to see or experience self. 
now as we go beyond duality, as we come into true creativity, that is the mirror on which you see yourself. In other words, creativity spirit. When uncontrolled, unmanaged, unmanipulated responds directly to you, it's yours. When your consciousness smiles with the I exist knowingness, then the creativity provides the perfect reflection in the material world and all other realities. When your consciousness smiles, in other words, when you allow your awareness to be. Creativity then creates your perfect reality. No control. You don't have to design, architect, build, and maintain. It just becomes. This is freedom. With Kepair, creativity, all these things like moods and energy levels and balances really become insignificant, meaningless. Feel to a moment, a moment that is both in the past and a moment that's in the future, and then we'll come into the present. Feel into the moment that is in the past and in the future, when there was you, your consciousness, and creativity, nothing else. Long before you ever had a physical body, Long before he had the burdens of being a human on this planet. When your consciousness smiled and then things just became, they were birthed. No plan, no goal. They were just birthed. The mind would think, well, that's a little bit out of control. Ah, yes in a beautiful way. Long before you ever came to this planet, long before there was a thing called spiritual families, angelic families, there was you and your creativity. Now in the future, There is your consciousness. And when this consciousness smiles, spirit comes to life. Creativity creates 
without thought, without control, without manipulation, a divine expression, a divine use in creating. As an ascended master, some point of time out there, it's just your awareness, certainly filled with wisdom of everything you've experienced, but your awareness. And when that awareness smiles, it births, it gives life and expression. No plans, no blueprints, no restrictions, no walls or barriers, simple, pure creation. What little creativity is used on the planet these days is used to solve human problems, human dilemmas. But as I said, that would be like being rich and only using money to buy food and pay for shelter. Such a waste, such a waste of good creativity when it is only applied to solving problems only applied to trying to make just this human life a little better. So my dear friends, what I propose to each and every one of you, what I propose is going beyond the use of creativity just to solve a few problems. Allowing Kepare come forth to be present in your life, not, not just to take care of some human housekeeping, financial, physical or emotional things. That's such a waste of good creativity. But real creativity in your life. And again, you're going to say, well, should I go out and dance or paint? Or No, those are just expressions of. Well, you could do those, but just allow creativity into your life, unmanaged. Creativity will replace duality in your life as a way of truly seeing yourself as the new mirror. Creativity replaces duality. So let's take a good deep breath into this moment. So I ask each and every one of you to allow that caper into your life. Don't think about it too much. Don't try to focus it. And the reason why I talked today about hypnosis and all the rest of this, it's the antithesis. That is focused mind-thought. It has a waveform. It has a frequency, you could say. That's not 
what we're doing here. We're not getting into more mind. We're going beyond that. True creativity has no frequency. It, true creativity um, doesn't need to nor want to be limited. Now, there are expressions of that creativity that come in a variety of different ways, but my friends, allow it in the true state that it is in, and that is free. Let's take a good deep breath. Ah. So I asked at the beginning of the day, how was your mood? How was your energy level? How's your balance? Take a good deep breath. Ah, it's still low. <laughs> but something else is happening. Something else is arriving at the exact perfect time. You put it there. You put it there. It's called your creativity. Now, be with it. With that, my dear friends, remember, in spite of everything that's happening in this crazy, godforsaken world, <laughs> all is well in all of creation. Thank you. Thank you. So with that, thank you to Adamas, and I invite each of us to stay for a moment longer and take a good deep breath, to really feel yourself breathing and grounded. If, it was, if you wanted to, you could have gotten very far out there with that marab. So I invite you to equally stay where you are, but really breathe in this presence. Allow your body to be with you and with all that you've invited into yourself. To just breathe with that for a moment more and really, really notice your body. Breathe with it. And please, actually, before you get up, and for those of you that have the, are just, have the lucky listeners that can just lay there and not think twice about it, you just do that. But for the rest of us, Tap your toes, really shake out your hands, and make sure that you're grounded, that you're honoring your body. I don't see enough movement here. Are you still way out there? Come on, make sure you can really feel again. Okay, so with that, thank you, Ben. Thank you, there we go. Thank you. Yes, you're the one. So, thank you for being here. Those of you listening in, through Blog Talk Radio, those listening in from the Crimson Circle website, crimsoncircle.com, or even watching, thank you for being here with us. Thank you to everyone in this audience. We'll see you soon, the next first Saturday of May. Thank you.